0: Good morning, Cherub. Good morning, Heather. Hello and welcome to the Cherub Chats podcast. I'm your host, Guardian Angel and Big Sis, Heather Michelle, and welcome to episode number seven. Today, we are continuing on with our globe series with episode number three in the series today we're going to be talking about how to glow up every single relationship in your life whether it's family romantic friendship i got a little bit of a mixed answer when i asked if you guys want to hear a little catch up it was 50 50 so i'm gonna give you a quick little rundown a quick little update it is sunday today that i'm filming it And I just came back from a little weekend trip with my husband to New Braunfels, which if you're not from Texas, it's basically just a, it's like an hour out of Austin, Texas, and they have a river and it's really popular to float down the river with tubes. You can kayak and it's just overall like a fun little active place to be. So we went down there with our boys for the weekend and by our boys i mean our dogs if you don't know hi i don't have any kids my kids are my dogs it was super fun i feel like i got a good tan maybe my last hurrah for the summer i mean lord knows it's gonna be hot here for another month but um yeah we don't have any big trips planned but that was a nice little getaway i usually do work on fridays and saturdays just with podcast things so it was really nice to get away but you know now it's time to get back to business and stay a consistent queen i wasn't about to miss a week okay so i knew as soon as i came home i had to set up the podcast studio and you know get a little episode out for you guys if you guys follow me on tiktok i set up a whole little cloud themed podcast studio But all the clouds have indeed fallen. So if you're watching this, that's why you don't see any clouds behind me. Let me know if you think I should reset them up. I'm kind of digging like the very simple background, but I feel like it definitely fits in with the cherub chats vibe. But anyways, continuing on. This week we are talking about how to glow up your relationships in your life. And we got some juicy questions this week from our sweet cherubs. And if you don't already follow me on instagram because every mondays i ask you guys for your ask your angels which basically just means that you guys can submit your dilemmas and then on tuesdays i ask our community of cherubs for their feedback or advice for you that way we get some dimension in the advice and not just my thoughts and opinions and it also feels a little bit more conversational you know i give my opinion you guys give yours and it's like a little back and forth (sighs) i'm out of breath good lord I ate good. I drank some alcoholic beverages. Okay, I'm feeling a little like not quite up to par. This week, our cherubs asked thoughts on couples with different goals in life, but wanting the same end result. How to be a good partner. How to deal with leftover feelings for an ex-boyfriend. How do I keep a healthy relationship in the beginning stages? dealing with your boyfriend's crazy ex asking about work relationship drama. I'm 23 and my mom still acts like she has control over me. Okay, let's get into it because I think what we're going to be talking about today applies to literally every single relationship in your life, whether it's someone you know and love or a stranger. And today I'm going to be talking about boundaries because it is such a fundamental part of a healthy relationship in which both parties are happy. Right. And when I look retrospectively at my friendships and my family and even like some prior relationships, I feel like had I set out expectations and boundaries ahead of time or checked them in the middle of things going sour, maybe things would have been a little bit more enjoyable of an experience. It's only just recently that I have been able to set healthy boundaries with every single relationship in my life every time i do one it makes me feel really empowered and strong knowing that i am still in control um no matter what person comes in and out of my life i'm still in control of the outcome because i'm able to assert my desires right but i think that's one thing that people miss is that we have these desires um for what type of relationship we want but we don't act like it. Similar to what we talked about in the last episode, before starting anything, you need to stop and take a moment and kind of take inventory of your life, what you are happy with and what you're not happy with and what has worked and what has not worked up until now before you can even start thinking about what it is you want out of the relationship. So you want to start off by setting off boundaries that you think will uphold your personal like desires, your um, morality, whatever it is. Boundaries isn't about keeping other people out. It's about keeping yourself in check, upholding what you stand for because ultimately it is no one else's responsibility to actually respect your boundaries. It's up to you to create those boundaries and respect them yourself right and if someone's not respecting them then you need to think about those consequences and like act accordingly but i'm getting ahead of myself as i tend to do so set out those boundaries, have an idea of what it is you want and why it is that you want them. Is it because it's going to make you feel good? Is it because it's going to make you feel safe? Is it because you're thinking about longevity? Like what is, what is the reason? And I think it's important to have a, a good reason behind your boundary because if you don't have like an ethos behind your boundary, then it's just like a way of controlling other people, right? And from there, You need to actually express those boundaries with the people that you love because unfortunately people are not mind readers and I mean if you flip the roles, imagine how difficult it would be if you had someone you loved who had a boundary, didn't express it to you and then they got upset when you crossed it. It's like, well, how am I supposed to know where the boundary is? If I've crossed it, what it even is? Like, You know what I'm saying? So make sure that you express them um, to your partner or to your friend or your family and obviously, like some of these relationships are probably have been going on for a long time. Like you've probably been friends with people for a long time or you've known your family for your whole life. So it's kind of difficult to like set an initial inventory of these boundaries. But if possible, definitely set them up at the very beginning and set that expectation that Way you kind of build off a healthy foundation because the last thing you want to do is have someone cross your boundaries so many times that it forces you to have this conversation and then by then you already have this resentment or this distrust of them like i mentioned in another episode the best time to have these discussions like in a relationship and a friendship is when everything's going well you do not want to hit someone when they're really heated up with like unloading all these feelings that you've probably been having for a long time. And also tell them why you feel this way. Maybe give them examples of you know past situations in which these boundaries have been crossed and how it made you feel or whatever. But just let people know the reason why. Again, otherwise it just comes off as controlling and then it doesn't really give anyone the initiative to actually respect your boundary. Also, you want to make these boundaries super clear and very specific, you don't want to be super vague. Like, okay, with my family, I just want to spend some time. I don't want to spend all of my time with my family. Okay, what does that look like for you? Because some time for family could be a day. I mean, hey, it's not all seven days, right? So, it's, it's just some time. It's just a little bit of your time. But for you, that time might be two hours. I know my, my social battery is a little short, okay? I can't spend that much time. So, For me, it's a little different than for someone else who maybe has a huge social battery and can hang out for like eight hours. If I had set that boundary super vaguely, someone could think that they are within the confines of that boundary. In reality, it's actually going against how I'm feeling, you know? So you just want to be super clear or like in relationships, what does cheating actually look like? is it simply talking to someone? Is it liking someone's photo? Is it, you know, having a date? Is it exchanging numbers? What, what does that look like? That way someone knows exactly when they're crossing it and when they're not. You cannot be mad at someone when they cross a line that that hasn't been super well defined. Now everyone knows about the boundary. It's been super precisely marked. Now it's about maintaining the boundary because you want people to take you seriously and you want people to believe you when they say like, hey, this is something that I'm standing for. something that's really important to me. And if you let someone cross the boundaries, one, without a conversation or any consequences. They're not going to take you seriously. And maybe they forgot. Sometimes it does take a couple conversations to really instill your boundary onto someone. I mean, think about when you're learning a new skill, you're not going to pick it up on the first go. It's going to take some time, some lessons, some, like, trial and error right but as long as you're actively trying to learn and figure it out you're going to get better at it so just make sure that these people aren't crossing it from a malicious point point. and in the same way that you set out your boundaries you also need to set out what those consequences will look like at one point does this boundary crossing lead to just leaving it's completely up to you like if someone crosses a serious boundary three times it's a no-go, like you're done. But obviously there's some that are more serious that involve like maybe, you know, sexual boundaries that like if you cross it once, like maybe you're a criminal. There are some boundaries that I don't want to say that they're not serious, but they're not actually committing any serious harm from crossing them. That might be more of like a three, four time like grace period before you really give them a serious consequence. And again, a consequence could be um, pulling away your attention or your availability to them. When you remove yourself as a result of a negative action, it is more likely to teach the person not to do it because they're getting negative reinforcement, right? Like, If they are doing something that you don't appreciate and you keep giving them that positive reinforcement of being um, in your presence or having the privilege of having you in their life, then they're gonna think it's a great thing that they're doing or maybe just not a bad thing at all. Definitely setting up those consequences and making sure that your time and your attention is part of those consequences. Also, you want to let them know if they've crossed it and have a conversation about it like i said bring their attention to it you don't want this to be like a mindless thing and then it slip under the rug and them not even you know realize it or maybe they think that you're you're not even realizing that they're crossing your boundary but yeah i think boundaries is a part of a healthy relationship to anyone whether it's a stranger your bestie your family or your partner i think it expectations set it's kind of like going to school like how how are you supposed to know if you're performing to par if you don't have those expectations to begin with right so the next time you start a new relationship or even if you're in the middle of one whether it be friendship family you know romantic whatever i think it's important to have this almost like a meeting don't make it serious make it you know lighthearted. maybe sometimes you do want to throw it in super casually um but make sure that they know that you mean business all right so let's get into the cherub's questions starting off dealing with your boyfriend's crazy ex-girlfriend and her friends she just harasses me and tells me things basically cyberbullying they stopped dating we've been together for almost three years now and it's gotten better but hasn't gone away considering getting a restraining order baby have that man set that boundary for you i wouldn't even acknowledge her straight to her face because like that's like Okay, obviously it's not fun to have to deal with harassing comments or cyberbullying, but I wouldn't even dignify it with attention or direct like contact. That's probably what she wants. She wants a reaction out of you and you just cannot satisfy her by giving it to her. I would make your man have a conversation with her and be like, "Look, there's not a fucking chance that I'm ever getting back with you, so you need to drop this, stop wasting your meaningless little life." Just kidding. That's kind of rough, but Um, yeah, and then if it still continues definitely set up a restraining order Although I know sometimes those don't even work because I mean they can physically still come near you Or contact you. It's just a matter of like after they knew then they have some consequences But I mean if she's obviously crazy, so she's still gonna do it. Sorry about that Bessie. I hope you um figure it out That sucked someone um messaged me and said that they think that your boyfriend still is in contact with her with his ex because why is she so delusional as to still think that there's a chance unless he's leading her on and i'm not saying she's right but i'm saying she has a point So I thought I would put that out there. Um, One cherub said, I think the BF needs to take more action and be more supportive. She might feel able to make an impact and cause disruption. So he and you got to block or stand up. Literally, you got to set a boundary. You have to set a boundary. But this isn't just about talking. Like, I don't appreciate it when you do that. The boundary needs to be really bold, really aggressive. And your man needs to stand up for you guys and make that boundary. Another cherub said, ignore the mean comments, but if they have done something to you physically, get a restraining. Completely agree. If it's getting into physical, a restraining order will help you have record of what's going on. But ultimately, unfortunately, no one can do anything until something has been done to you. It's just the nature of the law. I'm so sorry, bestie, but wishing you the best. I hope you can get some peace. Next, Cherub asked, this guy I was crushing on asked me to be his sugar mom, yet got upset that our colleagues were starting rumors about us dating because it's disrespectful on his alleged girlfriend's part. All that for what? I declined and he no longer exists in my life. I've been ignoring him for two weeks. Let's set a boundary with this man. Um, You are no longer allowed to contact me outside of work. We are only co-workers now. We have no personal correlation at all whatsoever um and it's kind of weird that he asked you to be sh- his sugar mama usually if someone wants to be your sugar mama they will just offer it to you okay so um homeboy's probably hurting for money tell him to sell some feet pics or like i don't know i don't know how boys make money but figure it out boy uh just don't be bothering my girl okay but um as far as like what you can do yeah i would just set a boundary and let him know like if you contact me outside of our work hours and outside of the context of being a coworker, I unfortunately will have to take it up to our employer because that's inappropriate. And ultimately, like, isn't there some sort of rule against like fraternization or something or like relationships with coworkers? Oh, my life just died. <laughs> I love it. People will come up with different things to talk about at work. Like people will get over it. Maybe they'll bring it up here and there but people will forget there's always going to be new workplace drama for people to run their little mouths about so yeah i would just make sure he knows you mean business and that you don't want to talk to him anymore And then, obviously, the block button is a wonderful place, too. Next, Cherub asked, "'I'm 23. My mom still acts like she has control over me. She blows up my phone every five minutes and gives me a curfew. I help her with rent and have no control on who can come over. I will admit, I have a three-year-old, and she helps a lot. Therefore, I cannot move out. She's toxic. "'Listen, girl, I've been there, minus the kid.'" Um, And I wish I was mentally strong enough at the time to be able to know to set a boundary with my own mother. Um, Unfortunately, I feel like, I don't know what your background is, but at least in Hispanic households, I feel like violence is normalized and like respecting mental health and like boundaries and stuff isn't really a thing, at least in my experience. But I would still at least like, have the conversation and try to explain to her what a boundary is and like the fact that she's overstepping your boundary as an adult who's paying rent. And perhaps like, you know, if she wants that boundary of I don't want strangers in my house and I don't want you waking me up at three in the morning coming in from you know, a late night. That's her boundary to make. It is your choice whether you want to respect it or not, but just know that you are ultimately going to have to suffer the consequences if you do cross that boundary, right? So boundaries do work both ways. It doesn't just get to be something that you get to put up and have people respect. Other people get to have boundaries as well, and that includes your mom. Um, So it sounds like both of you probably need to have a conversation about like what the boundaries are. Um, I will say like, okay, she's helping out with her kid and you're giving her rent. So it seems like a pretty um, mutually beneficial relationship in that aspect, but it seems like the respect of you as a person isn't there. Um, So I would just make sure that you have a conversation about what it is that you expect as a 23-year-old mother you're not just a daughter anymore you are a mother and you expect certain things right and in in response she might say well i expect xyz so you know i would respect her and hopefully in turn she can learn to respect you um about the curfew and all that i will say like it is her it is her roof so that's my only thing and like i also went through the same thing where it's like oh my god i pay rent like why do i still have a curfew and it's it sucks at the end of the day, but also like you have to keep in mind that you have to respect the other people that live in the house. I know, I know, it sucks, it sucks. Um, maybe have a conversation with her and be like, listen, I'm an adult, like I will try my best to not make a ruckus. Like try to reason with her and like converse with her on a respectful level and maybe even appeal to her emotional side and be like, listen, I know that you love me and I know that you're just trying to look out for me, but you need to trust in your own parenting skills Cheddar, you cannot be scratching yourself. I'm trying to do podcast. Sorry. Try to appeal to her emotional side and be like, listen, I know you love me and I know you're probably doing all of this to protect me because you love me, right? But just know that it's hurting me. Your controlling nature is really hurting me. It's stressing me out. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. One, two, I know you want me to be home at a certain time da, 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 for this, that, the third, but is there any way we can renegotiate the terms of this relationship? And hopefully you guys can have a peaceful conversation about it and come to, you know, a little bit of a compromise. But ultimately, like, yeah, it sounds like she's already setting those boundaries. And whether you choose to cross it or not is your choice. But you will also have to deal with those consequences. So If, you, if possible, just be very respectful because it sounds like she's helping you out. And you're not going to get that. You know, with another roommate, you're not gonna get like a free babysitter if you move out. So this cherub said, try talking to her about it and reasoning. If she doesn't understand, move out. I love that we're all on the same page about trying to communicate because that is such a fundamental part of any relationship. And I feel like this relationship could potentially get better if you do have that communication versus this resent and either like leaving or staying, but holding that resentment in your heart. Next Cherub said, set boundaries, don't burn bridges, keep it respectful, and don't react towards negativity. Baby, that's our what our whole episode's about. I love it. Great minds think alike. I would say, like, if she's not being abusive, try to keep it as cordial as possible and, like, chill out with her. Next few questions. Thoughts on couples with different goals in life but wanting the same end result? I think most couples have different goals, but ultimately I think overall like the lifestyle kind of needs to be similar or the lifestyle goal needs to be similar because like obviously you're not going to always find someone who has the same exact career, same exact education, same exact passions. Like it would be kind of insane to find someone who's ha- who has the same exact interests and the same exact goal. I think it's completely fine Uh, My husband and I definitely have different goals in mind for ourselves, but we want the same end result Like I want to be rich and famous and he wants to be rich and private like we both want to be rich No, i'm kidding. I'm not kidding, but i'm kidding, you know Some things can be difficult to have different goals Like my goal is to live in california and I think before meeting me his goal was to live like on a fucking farm in texas Which you know, that's fine but he's wrong (laughs) kidding so i mean some goals that are different can be difficult because they can physically lead you to different places but ultimately as long as you have the same end goal you should be fine and as long as they're not completely polar opposites like if your if your goal is to be like a monk and your partner's goal is to be like the hottest club rat that the world has ever seen then maybe you you guys don't have conducive lifestyle to actually continue on for the next 50 70 years you know okay one cherub said let it be Focus on your love and relationship and your work can be different how to be a good partner you know what sometimes i feel like i don't know <laughs> I would say communication is key, always, you know, trying to ask questions both about how they're doing and how they're feeling, and just like always taking a good like pulse check. I feel like constant pulse checks are really good, just making sure that everyone's doing okay. Um, Sometimes I feel like it depends on the day, like sometimes your partner needs a friend, sometimes your partner needs a therapist, sometimes your partner needs like a fucking nurse. Sometimes your partner needs, like there's so many different hats you should wear as a partner. And I think it's all about being flexible, but ultimately at the root of everything I think is communication. Even if you both are quiet or if one of you is quiet or whatever, um, I think still having that communication on like your needs your boundaries your desires how you're feeling how you're doing what you wanted one cherub said eight rules of love book by jay shetty is so easy to read and a great explanation of love i've been wanting to read it i actually listen to his podcast from time to time and i'm listening to an episode right now that he like is promoting his book so i'll have to check it out how do i deal with leftover feelings for an ex-boyfriend i feel like i'm still seeking his validation miss girl you need to set the boundary with yourself remember how i said at the very beginning boundaries isn't necessarily about keeping others from crossing it you need to uphold yourself to the standard of being a confident independent badass bitch okay and you need to respect Oh, I hate saying that because it sounds so demeaning. Like you need to respect yourself, but you need you need to respect yourself, and either block him, cut him off. Like I'm thinking, you still have some sort of connection to him that allows you to see what his perception of you is, and and see if he's validating you or not. Right. So, whether that means blocking him on social media, blocking his number, cutting off ties with his friends and him and whatever you got to you got to cut him off because as soon as you cut him off there is no validation to be had there's no entry into your life like there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing to care about um so that's my advice but i would say like you need to set a boundary with yourself and make sure that you're not like checking up with him on social media or texting him back or this or that the third like if you want to heal And this goes back to the thing I said at the very, very beginning. And it's like sometimes our desires and our actions don't line up. Are you wanting to get over your ex? Okay, then you need to go ahead and do the actions that then line up with that bestie girl. I think I did mention in the tinderella episode on how to get over people so maybe give that episode another listen i love you i know it's hard and i know it's not as easy as just blocking them focus on you and don't try to replace with someone until you're over him that is a great point and i didn't even think about it sometimes yeah when we are still trying to recover from heartbreak we think that the best way to get over someone is to get under someone and you're just setting yourself up compounding the heartbreak because you're going to at some point have to get over all the other people you know it's just gonna be so much more heartbreaking then remind yourself that y'all broke up for a reason and move on to find stuff that makes you happy exactly last question how do i keep a healthy relationship in the beginning stages i would say starting off a good foundation with setting boundaries and expectations and just knowing like what to expect out of a relationship, what you should be holding yourself up to and what the other per- person is trying to hold themselves up to. And then just making sure that you're respecting those as much as you can. But also I think that respecting someone's boundaries shouldn't be this big like workout. It shouldn't be exhausting, right? Like it should just come naturally to you to respect someone's boundaries. And Maybe at first it is a little bit difficult, but I think in general, like, it shouldn't be this thing that you're constantly thinking about. Okay, let me not talk shit about you. That shouldn't be that difficult, you know? And then everything else you can work on on the way with communication, with constant, like, pulse checks, as I mentioned before. Um, And then don't forget that a relationship is supposed to be fun. Sometimes it's going to be hard, but it is supposed to be fun. It's not all supposed to be work, 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 you know? So, yeah. Yeah just, you can figure it out. Like, I think we all go into things, whether it's friendships or a new partnership that we're like, okay, it needs to be perfect. Nothing in this world is going to be perfect. Not your relationship with yourself or other people. And you're going to learn and everyone is different, right? There is no two people in this world exactly like and so there is no necessarily like rule book on how to have a successful relationship or how to make it the healthiest like it's kind of between you and your partner and what that looks like for you guys right communication is key to a healthy relationship no matter what yes ma'am how to be a great partner communication is key and honesty yes and that's the another thing it's like if you can't be honest with your partner then who the fuck can you be honest with? I feel like the only person in this world that really truly knows me is my husband. Because I mean, he's like, he sees every side of me, right? Whereas like even social media, you only see one side of me. Maybe my friends only see one side of me and he gets to see all of me. And I, I would feel like a burden if I couldn't even be honest with my husband, my partner. Support each other, help each other, be there for one another, communicate. Yeah, I hope this episode really helps you guys glow up your relationship. No matter if you're in the middle of, you know, a lifelong relationship with your family or if you're in the beginning stages of a partnership with a co-worker or uh, a lover or a friend, I hope that setting boundaries really helps you glow up and improve your relationships and keeps you from feeling, you know, disrespected or undervalued. Please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really helps out this podcast. I want to make sure that we are able to reach as many cherubs as possible. The more that you guys rate, the more we are able to reach more cherubs. If you want to rep the cherub club, check out shopcherubclub.com. We have a cute merch items over there. And just remember that you are never alone when you're a part of the cherub club and I love you guys